0: Hey everybody, how's it going? This has been Kitchings of the History Voyager. This is a very special episode that I wasn't really anticipating even doing until yesterday. This is an episode about search engine optimization. And I'm probably going to do some more of these with some more people eventually because I think this is a huge deal for Us Because, okay, when the founding fathers set this country up, they wanted people to have informed consent of, basically, voting for folks and things like that. And the way search algorithms work, uh, you can easily game the population um, and basically show them what you want to... Show them, and I guess on the right you call that fake news, and I'm not sure that the left has another word for that. But, you know, that does happen. The thing I wanted to talk about is, I guess the reason I wanted to talk about it, is when I I really poked around in, in my Google Ads campaign, I really saw how, you can manipulate people and you can get people to to click on your website and to engage with your website and I really got, got this idea that this is not what people seem to think it is that there's a lot of people see I'm on academic Twitter and there's a lot of people that, that are on academic Twitter that even now talk about Twitter as though it's some you know Free you know basically like a university But also the Google Is like this this Basically the, the sum total of You know Human knowledge at your fingertips And I guess It could be that If you knew how To work the algorithm or you knew How to What to search for But I don't think Most people think about it that much and I don't think most people are equipped to um, to engage with it um, as an adult correctly. And so I looked into my figurative Rolodex, and I engaged a person that I've had on before, and long-time listeners will recognize the voice. Um, this is, uh, they go by Kate Daniel now, so they work in the tech space up in Canada, and anyway, they were kind enough to come on and talk about SEO, but I do want to have other people, uh, come on my podcast and talk about it, talk about, um. SEO, because we didn't go as in-depth as I might have wanted to go, but as in-depth as uh, just for a basic primer kind of thing, like a primer, I guess. Primer, primer, I don't know, tomato, tomato, whatever. Um. Anyway, so... Okay, that's, that's this episode. Also, um, barring a unforeseen whatever. I'm going to be recording a pretty cool episode tomorrow, which was actually the episode I kind of quasi-teased in the last episode that I released, I think, yesterday. I'm not sure yesterday, day before. All runs together with this uh, over here at History Voyager HQ. Um, anyway, so... This is what I hope to be the first of many podcasts about SEO maybe not many but quite a few because I do think it's a super important um topic that especially people living in democracies and democracies within republics need to understand and need to need to get that you know searching is a verb and it is a verb on both sides and sometimes you're, the search you're getting isn't as organic as you think which is what I know and Kate was kind enough on very short notice to, to come on my show and hopefully I can find some other people uh, that will come on and explain this a little further okay so without further ado I'll Give it over to myself and Kate. And uh, like I always say, I'm having a fantastic day, and I hope you are too. All righty, everybody. Bye-bye. Hi, everybody. Uh, this this is a sort of a, I don't want to say emergency podcast, but it's, it's sort of a uh, surprise podcast. Um, a very knowledgeable person who has been on the show before, but now goes by... How would you prefer that I call you on air? Uh, Kate is fine. Kate's fine. Okay. Now goes by Kate is going to tell, talk to me about SEO and you're going to listen to it. (laughs) So whether you like it or not, (laughs) whether you like it or not, (laughs) well, let me give you. Uh, I mean, I have a Google Ads campaign for my podcast, and you know, as you know, I'm a knowledgeable person enough to know some of what Google's doing, and it occurs to me that this is really a problem that that most people aren't even aware of. So, just pick up wherever you want to pick up. Yeah. So, give a little bit of basics of what
1: SEO, search engine optimization, even really means. So what happens so everyone knows Google loves searches. Yeah they're one of the best tools but this applies to any search engine out there. I apologize for my dog in the background. I uh, so search engine optimization is really try Google trying to scrape data off of websites to find w- what data the website actually contains. And because, like when you search for i want I want a new hat." Google needs to know, well, who has hats on their websites. So Google scrapes it and records what information they found and indexes it. And so what search engine optimization is is people trying to gain the system because Google keeps its algorithm very secretive. So they don't tell you what keywords they look for, where they look for them, what metadata, what actual raw, Web pages they look at, they, they keep that very closely guarded. So people try and poke and prod and try different experiments to figure out, okay, well, if I put certain things in bold on my website, Google picks, ranks my website higher than when I didn't have this. And so you kind of have a giant game of cat and mouse of people trying to game the system to have their websites ranked higher for relevant searches to them. Sounds innocent enough to start. Until you realize that Google's product is not searching. Google's product is advertising. You
0: are their product. I I feel like I'm sorry. I feel like I can interject a little bit here. So I set up a Google auction. Okay. I set up a Google auction for certain keywords uh, like Spanish flu, COVID. Okay. And I can micro target those Google auctions even down to the zip code probably even down to an address if you pay big money you can
1: get a lot more narrow
0: okay so my thing is that's where I'm at like if you're trying to target for example people that say you want people to think certain things about a certain horse dewormer right you might target certain areas or something
1: yeah (laughs) and you'll and you'll put keywords on your website so that google Mm -hmm. tries and pick so that where you think google is going to pick them up the most to put your site higher than someone else who just casually mentions it or doesn't mention it in all the right places to put your results just that much higher up on the page.
0: Let me ask you a question. Because I, I don't know. I have a suspicion. Let's say it. Let's say it like that. I have a suspicion. I have a suspicion that I could put words in the HTML view of my page that are just words. Yeah. That that the human eye couldn't see. Yeah. But Google could.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's exactly what that's what metadata really is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So um, a website's metadata is just it trying to broadcast to basically search engines, here's mm-hmm. the information you can be found on the page.
0: Mm-hmm. And so like I would maybe put a sentence or not even a sentence but like some words somewhere in the HTML just keywords. View. Exactly. Keywords. That's what I'm saying and the human eye can't see that but but maybe google could per oh, se oh google
1: absolutely does
0: yeah right okay uh, um and maybe say if you were a russian website or a fund, funded by russia say like uh, you could try to have a higher google auction for certain things than, say, CNN would or, say, uh, what's an MSNBC or something like that. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. 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 So because Google, at the end of the day, wants to show relevant things to relevant people. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go off on a bit of an aside that of something everybody absolutely hates but everyone absolutely does is a perfect example of why of weird things about SEO is recipes online every recipe you google has a whole huge thing about my grandmother first made this recipe in 1842 or whatever whatever garbage story someone wants to put in there that story isn't for you to read they know you don't want that but it's placed there because it allows them to interject keywords about the recipe to drive traffic to them where all you want is the recipe. But Google prioritizes or probably prioritizes things higher up in the page as mm. for keywords than lower in the page, especially above where you'd have to start scrolling. So you just get these huge long proses that are nobody reads and they know nobody reads them, but they all have to do it because that's the game.
0: And also, I mean, the longer article, Google privileges longer articles.
1: Absolutely. Google I mean, also that's... privileges changing content. So that's why, that's why every, that's kind of why every company has a blog. Is because Google prioritizes new content over old. So if you're constantly putting out new content on a regular schedule, you will start to rank higher in searches.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like every few days or something like that.
1: The frequency doesn't matter as much so long as being consistent does.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Let me ask. Um, okay. I didn't mean to. Well, I did mean to interrupt, but but please continue.
1: <laughs> no, like that. I, that's just one of my favorite tidbits about SEO yeah. because people always get so annoyed with that. And from there, it really gets more insidious because, again, this it's this cat and mouse game. And you run in mm. like the European Union is absolutely gone to war with Google over privacy. And mm. this immediately devolves into privacy issues uh, mm. and claims of, is Google really fair? To the point where the EU tried to convince Google to open to open up the algorithm, try and... Say, figure out why Google prioritizes certain results. Google fought back hard and has not this has not gone through by any stretch of the imagination, but the 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 length they will go to to keep their algorithm
0: obscure. What would be an advantage? Okay, what would be an advantage of having Google's algorithm essentially public? It would,
1: in this world of misinformation that we now live in, it uh-huh. would make it a, requiring companies like Google and Facebook and Twitter to open source, to, maybe not open source, but at least open eyes to the algorithm. They can start to say, well, our algorithm is really unbiased because we show equal amounts of things to everyone. But I think we all know that's not true. If you fall down conspiracy rabbit holes, Google will keep showing you conspiracy rabbit holes.
0: Yeah. And they will do it even in, like, so people in your house can, can be with the conspiracy rabbit holes. Yeah. And yep. you know, you're, you're just a kid trying to get through civics and you know, you're, you're just an eighth grader trying to get through civics or whatever. You yeah. Know. I mean cuz like, yeah, your yeah.
1: your your search history absolutely crosses over with people around you. Partly because Google Google absolutely could tell the difference between who searches what, but they're absolutely curious to see if people of the same household are searching similar things. Like mm. I was living with my mom for, while she was on chemotherapy over COVID, and one of the mm. things I needed to do was buy a new pair of shoes myself. And mm. mm-hmm she got Facebook ads the next day for, for shoes. And she's like, I don't understand where this is coming from. It's like, it's because
0: I bought shoes yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I think, you know, I think I might've told you this a while back. I don't know. You probably don't remember, but, uh, <laughs> I certainly remember when this happened. I remember I needed an, I was a man in need of a new belt. Okay. I found my belt snapped and I was a man in need of a new belt. And I was a man in need of a new belt around Christmas time. And so I Googled around looking for belts and by God, (laughs) I got so (laughs) many belt belt ads after that for months, just because I was Googling for men's belts around Christmas time. (laughs) You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That'll. And. Yeah. Yeah. The Yeah. I think I think a lot of people don't realize how these advertising algorithms really drive how we interact with the modern web.
0: Oh exactly. I mean let me just I can Google my own thing right now to see how far we how what I'm up to, right? So Yeah. All right. So I'm, oh, I see my own Google ad right here. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Congratulations.
1: (laughs) Just cost yourself a
0: third of a penny. Uh, It's not a third of a penny. (laughs) I know what it is, and it's not a third of a penny. (laughs) But I'm doing this for, uh, I'm educating. So what I did is I Googled the History Voyager And I have an entire page of nothing but the history Voyager stuff. Oh, my bad! Like way down below me is like uh, video, some videos of some cutesy startup called NASA. Apparently, there's a a probe or something they that this cutesy startup put in that air and looked at a planet or something. I don't know. Quirky kids, (laughs) (laughs) wacky kids. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna click on any of that because you know whatever. But <laughs> all right, where are you? Here you go. I'm just saying, like it, it's real easy to do. Yeah. Um. You know, but to me, What's it's else? like what? Say that again.
1: What, what's also really fun is figuring out what going and seeing what Google knows about you. Because uh, GDPR is, in Europe says you have to be able to download your data. Big giants like that just let everyone download their data and view their data. And I don't know the link off the top of my head, but you can absolutely find what your advertising profile says about you. And it's mm. absolutely fascinating how accurate it is.
0: What website is this called or what? It's from Google
1: itself. Uh, I'm just Googling it now, oddly enough. Uh,
0: Okay. I know like I have a... Okay, so I have to be cognizant of the fact that this is going to be put on the internet pretty much as soon as we finish. So this really isn't a conversation between two people. So there's a person that I know who Facebook had very deeply personal stuff about that person that they spent a lot of time and a lot of effort keeping that stuff away from Facebook. Yeah. And they they figured out, oh, it doesn't work. They know it anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's and you know it, this sounds silly, but really it's not. It's actually a big deal because you're you're literally you're shaping the discourse. Yeah. Of 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 our, you know, of our uh, politics and and things like that, and which is how the two sides in America and the U.S they don't really sound like they're talking English to each other. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yep. Yep. I mean, and as somebody with a Google ads campaign, I thought, well, I I should talk about this. Um, so you think the, I guess you think it's going to get worse.
1: Oh, it's absolutely going to get worse. It's, because it's a largely unregulated field, ad searches and right. advertising and data collection. Especially um, Europe's got some pretty good data privacy laws. Okay. Outside of Europe, it's kind of the Wild West. Yeah. It's, it's actually insane. And like we're seeing all this amalgamation of companies. Because if you were on the internet 10, 15 years ago, everything was a specialized website on its own. That you had to go find. And that's why Google and way back when Ask Jeeves became really popular services is because you could find these niche websites websites.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I kind know of with the start of Facebook, everything started to centralize into Facebook, into Twitter, into and into Google.
0: Yeah.
1: And now all these places have all of your data. And
0: they 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 are absolutely evil with it. Um, oh, oh, yeah, they are. And I'll tell you humorously uh, what's what I think is adorable or funny—I don't know, adorable is not the right word, but funny. Okay, is my two? I have I have the same box, like the same machine. I have a personal Google account and a like a podcast Google account that I keep about as separate as I can okay yeah even even though they're on the same machine the youtube ads for my google account for my podcast google account are totally different from the youtube ads for my personal google account Yep. Yeah. completely different and it, it's just it's so eye-opening yep
1: you know and if you really want to see how creepy it is, what you do is you sign into the same, is you sign into the same browser, together, and watch the data merge. So if you want to view your advertising profile, I found it. It's adsettings.google.com. You you can Google it, and like, it'll have like generic information like your gender, your approximate age. Um, Google things I'm intro- interested in: airport parking and transportation. And I mean, like, there's been times when I've needed that, but that's a whole other thing.
0: Um, that's not like a, not like you sit there and watch YouTube videos about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like to be fair, I guess that is
1: something I would end up binge watching. Like, I'd get a little high and just kind of like tune out to something weird like that. But that's a whole other story. I mean, um, yeah.
0: That's and so weird. I'm trying to
1: sign in to. Uh, my uh, trying to sign into a different browser with with that to see if my other account has similar settings or if it's figured more about me.
0: Huh. That's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Um. What about um? Let me. Uh, how did. So is this something that that the Russian government might have how long might have weaponized I mean how long has it been I guess that's a way to put it how long has it been since this has been basically weaponized by people like Russia or somebody like that Since the advent of tracking cookies Okay
1: since since the advent of this technology that allows Google to do it Okay Bad state actors have absolutely been abusing it, including our own. Don't don't think for a second that our own aren't just as, as smart as some of the foreign ones. So um,
0: you, I mean, you're in Canada too, right? I yeah, mean, you're talking Canada and and the U S. So oh yeah,
1: Canada and the U S. So there's uh, it's Seven yeah. Eyes or something like that. It's like Canada, most of Europe, Australia, New Zealand all get together and agree to spy on each other because in every country it's illegal to spy on yourself. So Canadians cannot spy on Canadians. But Australians can spy on Canadians and Canadians can spy on Australians and we can it's legal to swap the data. So your own uh, government indirectly tracks yourself. Uh <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's wild when you start falling down those rabbit holes.
0: Um oh, yeah. keep going. I- that's a wow yeah Um, that's amazing and like
1: it's I don't think I actually don't think a lot of states use a lot of ad tracking because they can buy it like Facebook can absolutely sell data to anyone That, that was the whole Cambridge Analytica thing it wasn't technically illegal because They could do it legally. It
0: was terrible. Um, And and the Cambridge Analytica thing also, I remember that. What I remember about it was it was kind of this whole thing of, well, you know, I kind of knew this was going on, but not to this extent. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I knew this uh, this was happening, but nowhere near to this extent. And it came out that the CDC
1: you bought data from social media companies to see yeah. how well people were complying with stay-at-home orders. Yeah. And it's completely legal because it's a private company selling data. There's nothing wrong with that. They would have to get warrants if they wanted to track people themselves. But why go get a warrant when you can just secretly pay Facebook a couple hundred thousand dollars for this data?
0: I remember, like, years ago, like, years ago when the Internet was a lot newer, right? I remember, like, being amazed. I'm telling somebody, like, you'd be amazed what, in terms of finding out stuff about people, you'd be amazed what $50 can get you. Oh, yeah. on, On a totally legal, like, a completely legal open, you know, white, what they call white or so legitimate uh site you'd be amazed at what you can learn about somebody for for 50
1: oh yeah it's it's insane because yeah and it hasn't gotten any better it's only gotten worse
0: as everyone uses these centralized platforms oh for sure and like i mean the problem that that i i mean and here's something that i'm sure i know you know but i'm not sure that other people know is that having Facebook keep your passwords and stuff is not a great idea.
1: Oh, it's like, I am so conflicted on that one because I have, I, I hate everyone involved in this process Okay, because A, Facebook can track me and figure out what websites I'm doing and what those websites are to figure out other personality traits about me. That absolutely happens. But I also don't trust random websites with passwords because it's like every week another company is just like, Oh, we had all of our passwords hacked because we don't understand password security basics. So like it's, (laughs) I hate everyone there. (laughs) Yeah. I hate it here. (laughs) Use a password manager. People unique passwords for every website is the solution to this. Use a password manager. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean huh, uh, yeah. So, um <clears throat> when, with Meta, the first of all, let's get this out of the way. Do you think Meta is anything other than a scam? Oh no. Uh they're the Metaverse. I mean, I guess.
1: Uh the metaverse is hilarious like the whole vr th- it's going to fail spectacularly and i'm just sitting here with popcorn um i think most major social media companies have i do think there is some value behind
0: them i do not think it is they're nearly as valuable as they say they are and oh, you mean in terms of not social value but in terms of monetary value
1: in terms of monetary value, they do have some monetary mm-hmm. value because they do provide services that people do want that has inherent value. Okay. Um, but watching like the whole, at the risk of bringing on haters, uh, the whole Elon Musk and Twitter thing.
0: Oh, watching yeah. that fiasco.
1: Yeah. Like Twitter is not worth this much. It's frankly just people being terrible on the internet. That's all that platform really is. And their ad, their ad technology is not very good, from what I can tell. I never used it because I don't use Twitter, but um, yeah, yeah it, it, it it's so odd to me that they're getting something like forty six billion or something stupid like that. Like, come on, Twitter could be run by twenty people in a in a in a garage,
0: maybe not f- at that scale, f-
1: but like. Not far from it.
0: Yeah. I think they, um he's trying to back out of the deal. It's what I heard. Or what I read last night. I think he
1: has worse ADHD than I have. Because he gets, <laughs> he, he gets so hellbent on one thing every now and then. Yeah. and And then like three weeks later, it's completely forgotten about like, does anyone else remember the Cyber Truck?
0: Oh, oh yeah! Like I, <laughs> I think I read somewhere that the federal—I think I read somewhere that the federal, even the federal authorities here, are like, "Hey, you—you you can't say science is hard anymore." Like there, <laughs> there's actual like battery-operated vehicles, trucks on the road or, or coming down the yeah. road soon. You no longer get to say science is hard, Chief. yes exactly let's you know put up or shut up with the sign with the with anything he says (laughs) well my thing is like so my actual thought is that he got high as a kite one night and decided he tweeted something out and then it became he called somebody at the law office and then it became real oh that's 100 (laughs) percent believable and he's been trying to walk it back ever since. I, I actually, <laughs> the
1: you know, honestly, eh. you might want to edit this out. But the best, the best one that I've seen was that he wants to buy Twitter because Chelsea Manning is making fun of the fact that he's now dating his wife, his ex-wife on Twitter,
0: and that's why he wanted to buy Twitter. Pure wait. speculation. So Chelsea Manning, okay. Wait. Chelsea Manning is dating Grimes or whatever. Musk's yeah. XY. Oh wow. I don't I don't know if that's
1: been confirmed, but like Chelsea Manning absolutely did start to poke fun at that.
0: And that I, and I, shortly I, after he wanted to buy Twitter. I might actually edit out the part where you said edit this out, because that's what I love about the first movie. <laughs> no, buddy, you no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Afraid not
1: Pure speculation, of course But, you know, I mean
0: (laughs) That's The least salacious thing I've heard on my own (laughs) podcast Honestly That is actually No, I'm not going to edit that out Nope (sighs) But, um So, okay, so you're putting in keywords and you're up top in the web page and doing all that. You're getting it, you know, you're you're getting your dollar amount for the Google, for the information auction, like that. Um, so, just really basic here. There's nobody at Google, there's literally no one at Google saying, okay, is this true? Right? No, if... Google Google keeps those people under lock and key.
1: What do you mean lock and key? Like they they li- I I'm sure Google has them hidden in basements and they're not allowed to even come close to speaking in public under fear that they say something accidentally. <laughs> um Yeah. And like the worst part is is it's probably all just machine learning algorithms that nobody really understands because that's kind of how you have to operate at that scale. Like nobody is programming manually. If people like this send them this kind of content, it's all just machine learning. Cause it's the only way you can operate at that scale. And so it kind of becomes, well, it, it, it's basically a meme at this point saying, well, that's just what the algorithm, the algorithm wants this, the algorithm likes to see that. And it's just kind of this nebulous thing that is, intentionally blameless because no one person knows how the algorithm decides things anymore. All right. Wait. How can it be bad? How, 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 how would it spread misinformation? It's unbiased. It's, it's not yeah. human. Well, it, there is nothing more racist than, than a lot of AIs and you don't need to look farther than whatever Tay was on Twitter. Like it, yeah. it, it, it learns based on the data being fed into it. And so if you feed it racist data, it'll come out with racism. And if you feed it data that says people love to engage with the same type of content over and over again, it'll keep telling people to engage with the content over and over again.
0: There was a, there was a Reddit page that one of my guests uh, showed me like live on air. Like we went to the same page. Um, it was amazing. It was like these... I don't know. He, he didn't know who put it out. Like He didn't know whose idea this was or who's behind it. But it's like these bots. And they're talking to each other. Right? On, re- yep. on Reddit. Like they yep. post and they post under and whatever. But the fascinating thing about it, like the deeply fascinating thing about it was how fast that bought degener- like that conversation degenerated into the most you know what i'm saying the most
1: vile things you could fi- it could find on the internet like
0: not even just not even just racism but just like death threats bomb threats yeah. just like wow yep yeah. like it's, and the way the way it was all laid out it's like this has to be a plan Like, someone planned to do that. So, putting
1: my tinfoil hat on for a second here, I think there are a lot more bots on Reddit that nobody knows about. Like, I don't even think Reddit knows about them. And it's just people trying to train AI to sound natural in conversation. And I think that's like 20% of Reddit at this point. Complete
0: conspiracy theory of mine, but... Oh, so now I'm going to put on the tinfoil hat. When when um Elon said you have to prove to me that something like 5% of the bots or 5 yeah. something like the some golden percentage of yeah uh, whatever likes, they promise and that's what the Whatever he means. said some ridiculously low amount of the the users were were like bots which i think we should probably say cuz my mom listens to this so we should probably say what a bot is Uh, A bot is essentially a uh, programmed, badly programmed artificial intelligence. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yes,
1: they're all bad, but that's...
0: Okay. So when Elon said, well, if you can't... If less than 5% of the... If more than 5% of the users are bots, I'm not going to buy it. I was like, hey, man, um, he's not going to buy it. Because, I mean... I know for a fact there's more than I mean like I remember like when the Braves were in the World Series and I tweeted something out about that within a, within a few seconds of that I was swarmed by these people yep. that had a thousand followers and they just started their they had just started their account and they had a thousand followers yep <laughs> and well and that's were, how
1: the bots hide from the bot detecting algorithm is they group together and they engage with real people in seemingly genuine ways. And the, the the, the biggest key that I have found for for figuring out if someone's probably a bot or not is looking at the username itself, especially if you're on like, like TikTok is is spectacularly bad for this, but it'll be a couple of words followed by random numbers. Because it has to be something that no one is going to, it has to be something that has to be a username that nobody else has. Well, a human probably has like, I'm not going to say any of my usernames, but I'm going to, you know, I will have a username along the lines of maps are dumb, not my username, not even close to my real username. I just have a map in front of me. Um, Something like that. But, like, if you have to generate 10,000 of these things, the only way you can really do that is by appending random numbers to the end. Because who's going to have map hater 07821? No one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I mean to me and i I think we've said this before in our many episodes but to me it's the the scary thing is like you're you're driving 70 miles an hour in a fog here and like nobody there's very few people that actually sit there and think oh google's you know there's there's a google is is force is is pushing me things about bigfoot because i looked at bigfoot or you know (laughs) yep yeah you know, so
1: it's absolutely how YouTube radicalizes people, both left and right. Mm-hmm. they it radicalizes people because it shows it quickly shows you the most extreme arguments of both sides of whichever side you were already leaning towards, but it's driving you to be that hyper engaged person.
0: Yeah. No, I, I get that because when I use YouTube to look to look at music videos, I mainly use YouTube to look at music videos. And the thing I've noticed is like you can really end up in a in a bubble with YouTube with music videos. Yep. And if you can do that with music videos, and you can surely do that with anything else, be it QAnon yep. or yep. Bigfoot or Loch nice monster or just whatever. Yep. Right. Flat Earth has become a huge one, which is weird in its own right.
1: But that's a neither here nor there.
0: Right. Absolutely right. Anyway, um. So okay, I don't think the i don't think for example my government is going to regulate this because we have free speech laws and google's going to come in there and talk about free speech and okay fine but how do you think this is going to play out
1: i don't I, I i don't think there's a free speech argument to be made because like around these proprietary algorithms that send you down rabbit holes I think a free speech argument is a bit of a stretch, but that really depends on who sits on the courts. Um, I think there are a lot of ways to regulate this. Um, I think Europe has a fantastic model of, I am a big proponent of informed consent. I am okay being tracked so long as I know how I am being tracked and what data they are getting out of it and where that data is going. Yeah. Um, Like I use Gmail. I know Google is tracking every single email that comes through my inbox, tagging it with metadata, sending it off to my profile. But I get a good email service out of it. So like that's a value exchange to me, equivalent to me paying a monthly subscription without having to pay physical money. Um, Okay. What really drives me insane is for those in the audience who don't know, I'm actually transgender and I follow some online communities on there. And there has been some postings by someone in the in the community just trying to drum up generic political action. Nothing there was yeah. nothing there was no concrete action or call to action for anyone. Like it was send a message to your legislator kind of generic thing, right. And right, exactly. I, I saw it was this is provided by such and such software. I don't remember the name. And I went and looked and one of the features they prominently advertised was put gather data for your customer relationship management solution. (laughs) And they got super mad because they posted it several times. And I replied several times. This is just blatant data collecting to sell. And they're just like, oh, that's I'm not doing that. I don't have the time for it. It's like it's almost like it has a monetary value. Um, right. And it, and it's those interactions you have to be careful of. What data am I giving this and what am I getting out of
0: it in return? Okay. I mean, right there, when you talk about informed consent, I don't necessarily, okay, let's say it like this, right? So I can, I don't have a problem with adults giving informed consent. Agreed. Okay. My problem is when you have a child give informed consent and then either they don't know what they're consenting to or like you've now become an adult and you're still rocking along on the informed consent you gave when you were 10. Yeah. Because here's the thing. You and I both know this. Our Google account will just stay with us forever. I mean, yep, you know, and that's absolutely a fair point. Of
1: and, may, and maybe that, and maybe that's a good, a good legislative piece is putting time boxes on permissions, both on your phone and in your privacy policies. You have to be presented with the privacy policy and the key points in easy to read formats every five
0: years. Yeah. I mean, I could see like, I, I could say, I could easily see that like every five years do that. Yeah. It's it's long enough that most people don't
1: use services that long. And if you do, you probably absolutely should be rethinking this, and right th- th- going down the kids rabbit hole for a second there, it's hilarious because that to me because that's actually something the um, FCC absolutely hammers down. Uh, Instagram and I think TikTok have both received multi-million dollar fines for accidentally tracking people under thirteen. Because in in the U.S. you have to be 13 or above to be able to be tracked on the internet. If they're knowingly engaging with people below 13, they will they they will find you to to have income. And Facebook tried to get around this, and actually got hammered quite hard.
0: Yeah, and they even tried. Uh, I think they okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, and feel free to correct me. Facebook I think either batted around the idea of a kid friendly Instagram or they yeah, tried that, and that's fr- exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah.
1: Uh so Facebook not only had a kids friendly Instagram but they also were trying to get around Apple's rules around tracking. Mm-hmm. And so if you're an Apple developer there's a service called TestFlight that you can use to use to send in development apps like apps that aren't ready for public release, but you want to release to say a thousand people, you would do that through a service called Test Flight, and it's okay. less strictly moderated than apps in the general App Store. So Facebook tried to have an app in Test Flight that tracked people more than their regular Facebook app, and distributed it to teens. If I'm remembering that correctly, that was a number of years ago now.
0: I remember the thing I remember, and this is what I remember. I remember they tried to do like a, a kid friendly Instagram. And so what happened was you had pedophiles or something that lied and said they were 13. and gone Oh, yeah. On Instagram too. I mean, the Internet was not a safe place. That's what yeah. I remember. That's,
1: that's absolutely I, what I remember. I 100% believe it. I don't remember that, but I 100% believe it because the internet is a terrible place for terrible yeah. people. If you're and listening I think to it, this on the internet, we're all terrible.
0: <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean... So you think we're just gonna be further and further divided and oh yeah because so yeah because
1: everything is all about that engagement and polarizing content engages people one way or another uh, it, it, it it engages people and it allows them to show you more ads. TikTok yeah. doesn't give a shit that you right. I might go off on a quick tangent for people who don't understand how these algorithms work by engagement. If you comment something you don't want to see saying, I don't want to see this, you have just told the algorithm to show you more of it. There is nothing I find funnier than when I'm on TikTok and I I follow someone and they're replying to a comment being like, I don't want to see any more of this. It's just like, well, guess what, buddy? Not only did that comment not help, I'm replying to your comment. So
0: you're going to get a shit ton more of me. So wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. So, cause I'm on TikTok, right? Yep. So every so often, TikTok will, like, I'll be flipping through it, and they'll ask me, "Do you, do you like this content?" Right? And I, and if I say no, cause one of the options is no, so if I say no, they keep they throw me more. If you so if it specifically asks you,
1: it it'll probably lower it its level the best thing you could do is swipe up quickly don't even engage with the question just continue swiping yeah for a while there tiktok wanted to show me pimple popping which i find horrendously gross and i don't want that and i it took me every now and then it it, it, it's obsessed with thinking i want to watch this when i absolutely do not and the best thing you can do is quick swipe
0: I wish to God there was a way, like, you know how there's a way that you could have different, like, Facebook accounts or different Twitter accounts, right? Yeah. I wish to God there was some way I could have different TikTok accounts.
1: I think there is a way, because, like, I I follow multiple creators with multiple accounts. What it is, I don't know, because I haven't had a need to look at this, but I think that's possible.
0: (laughs) No, like, because sometimes there's a guy, you know, sometimes you want to relax, yeah. And you want to watch the the guy who the have you ever seen the one uh, the roll for sandwich one? No. There's a guy there's okay, so there's a guy somewhere in the American Midwest who takes Dungeons and Dragons dice and he rolls the dice oh, and whatever I've seen that. It's so yeah. cool. It's Yeah. It's literally like the most peaceful thing on the internet. It's. Like, oh <laughs> Yeah. It's so cool.
1: I I found a guy from Ireland that does hand hand like handcrafts. He's been handcrafting a chair out of hand tools using no power tools, wow. and it's just been it, it's yeah it's one of those like wow this is just like genuinely calming. Like he talks about how he sharpens his chisels
0: and his planes and yeah yeah. But I I love roll for sandwich. I think that's what he calls it. Yeah, I love roll for sandwich. It's so cool. Uh, but you know, so let me ask you a question, Kate. How yep. much? Um, how much of our data does TikTok have, for example? Oh, on obscene amounts. Okay, o- obscene amounts.
1: <laughs> like more than you could possibly think. And it all goes straight to China.
0: Huh. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it took me. It took me a while to download TikTok because I know how bad it is. But I did it anyways, because I just I, I really needed to get off Reddit more than anything else. And I'm just like, I can probably insulate myself in some weird communities. And I have. um. Reddit is just really toxic, I think. Honestly, ah, uh, Reddit is so bad. Just, and this is coming from someone who used to go on 4chan regularly.
0: I mean, there's there's a there's a subreddit that I got onto because I had questions about the product. It's a consumer products. Uh, it's like I think OnePlus, the OnePlus subreddit. Yeah, I'm going oh, to those, shout those it out. Those
1: are terrible places.
0: The OnePlus subreddit is a horrible place full of broken people who got, I hope to God that a healthy percentage of these people are being paid by OnePlus to talk about. I really, I'm not kidding.
1: I mean... No, I I 100% believe it. I
0: 100% believe it. (laughs) Oh my God. I hope to God, because if not, oh, these people... (laughs) <laughs> like you're just on there I have a question about this phone And they're talking about how You know <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to get into it even though it's not rated Not safe for work but it, you read some Threads on there and it's just like Buddy pal, It's <laughs> a phone fu- Jesus, Jesus man It's a <laughs> phone <laughs> oh,
1: shit. Uh, Reminds me of that time Cards uh, Against Humanity shit people literal bullshit. And it's just like so, some subreddit, they, they could do exactly that and they would absolutely love it.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I mean, as much as I dislike Reddit, I also like Reddit because I find guests on Reddit. And you know? Reddit is really good when you find good, wholesome communities.
1: Like, shout out to the trans communities on Reddit. Those are some of the best I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, like, technically yeah. subreddits are a terrible wasteland of just toxic people.
0: Just, oh, not, well, not all of them. I mean, I've gotten some real good pointers off of, like, pick an Android for me, or I think I was on one yeah. for, for, like, different kind of routers or something, but. You either have good to Lord. go
1: super niche like homemade routers, kind of kind of niche, or you have to go super general. Like the Android subreddit isn't isn't that bad, but yeah, you go into like device manufacturers, like OnePlus or like Samsungs have are also particularly bad. And
0: well, what's funny yeah. is like the same. Okay, so I just got a Samsung phone. So what's funny is like I have a question. Without googling it, without looking at Reddit. Which Reddit, do you, which sub do you think has more people, the OnePlus subreddit or the Samsung subreddit? Oh,
1: OnePlus, Samsung people at least <laughs> Samsung is popular enough that people are less diluted. Where OnePlus people, like I've interacted with OnePlus people, and they have a, a horrendous fan base. Um, yeah, of people like we're sticking it, we're sticking it to the big manufacturers, and it's just like we are a big manufacturer. <laughs>
0: Not only are you a big manufacturer, but you're run by <laughs> Yeah, the reason I got a Samsung and not a not a OnePlus was uh there's a podcast guest that I have sometimes and he's very knowledgeable about this kind of thing. And I asked him off air, I was like, would you get a OnePlus phone? And he said no. Absolutely not. And I was like, "Hey, if Alex says no, okay, that's good enough for me." They were
1: absolutely <laughs> correct. One plus like device support yeah. is just non-existent.
0: Well, he said it had to do with like the ramifications of like your your phone data going to China. Oh, there's like, that your,
1: too. Yeah, yeah, they're they're owned by
0: the same people who do Xiaomi phones, I believe it is. Oh yeah, I think we should maybe tell the folks. <laughs> Why both of us are like, yeah? Don't get a Xiaomi. Don't <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that.
1: It is um, Xiaomi. The owners of Xiaomi. I can't remember the parent company to save my life. BBK. Um, yeah, they they they're a Chinese company, and any Chinese company unofficially has to send their data to. Ch- so they officially have to have servers in China to collect their own peoples. But people outside of China, their data tends to wind up in Chinese servers where the Chinese government can just view it all.
0: Well, the the reason specifically with Xiaomi that I was thinking is Xiaomi was caught, okay, actually caught several years ago installing malware onto brand new phones.
1: I had completely
0: forgotten about that. They were caught doing that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just saying, just throwing yeah. it out there. Yeah. One the the
1: OnePlus brand is really meant to be a Western palatable version of Xiaomi. Make no mistakes.
0: Yeah. And like, it's a direct copy of uh, I think it's Realme. Whatever, like the phones are identical. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Practically, they're identical. But um... okay, so we've been at this for an hour, and <laughs> so let's to wrap it up. SEO is a big deal. Um, it's be it's, careful. It,
1: <laughs> it's tracking yeah. nightmares all the way down.
0: Yeah. And you know, your organic search might not be as organic as you think. Is yeah. the other thing. Honestly. Yep. Honestly, honestly, honestly.
1: Anything on the front page of Google has people dedicated to finding keywords to show you theirs show you their website above everyone else's. It's a game everyone has to play.
0: Right. Absolutely. And um, what I'd say, honestly, is... Like, I play it. People play it. But you need to be cognizant of what you're searching for. And you need to be cognizant of what is the agenda. Yeah. In in me seeing that. Just saying. Absolutely. You know. And... What's so crazy? What's so, what's so sad to me is like now you have, like I can totally see it to where, the way houses cost now, like you're gonna have people living with each other longer, so yep. like you know, that, and to a shocking degree, like your Google account is tied to your house or is tied to your, um, what it's you tied calling? to you. Exactly. But it's also like your, what do you call it? Your digital identity. What's that number that every house has? The the identifier that every structure has? Oh, God. Uh, Not the MAC address, but the. IP address? Yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Your IP address. And, you know, it's (laughs) to a shocking degree yep and i don't know tracking all the way down all right well we've been at this for an hour and i told you it'd only be an hour and i want to thank you for your time and uh okay folks like i always say having a good day and i hope you are too and uh thanks a lot just stay with my pleasure oh thank you thank you thank you stay with me please